You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 210, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne Marie Cross, the Podcasting Queen. My guest today says there's beauty in having a go. It doesn't have to be perfect, even a scribble has value. Joining me on today's show is Ella Connolly. Ella is an English and drama student who's been blogging alongside her studies for the last four years and Ella is passionate about encouraging others in their creativity and stepping out of their comfort zone for the kingdom. In her spare time, Ella loves to explore beaches and can often be found with a book in one hand and a cup of tea in the other. Now on today's show, Ella's going to share Know When to Stop. Her handmade products business reached a point where she had to weigh up if her time and effort could be more effectively used if she invested in other projects. She also wants to talk about being vulnerable. People want to get a real sense of the person behind the blog or the business, as well as the importance of reminding ourselves often of why we started our business or creative projects and so much more. Welcome to the show, Ella. Hello. How are you? I know it's very early for you in the morning. You're from the UK. I'm here it's, in Melbourne. So it's opposite sides of the world, literally. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I'm really well. I've had my coffee, so oh, I'm functioning. Excellent. Good. good, good, good. We can't start the day or the podcast without a coffee. And I love, as I was reading through the introduction and everyone heard, uh, there are times in our business, isn't there, in our life and our projects that we often have to take a, a step back and really see is what I'm doing the best use of my time so I know you're going to dive into that uh, a little bit later but share with us how you got started with your blog was it something that you'd been you know um, what's the word I'm looking for you might have observed or something that you felt that you wanted to do how did it all come to pass so it was four years ago um, and I was doing, so in the UK it's A-levels, I'm not sure if it's the same in the, in um, yeah, over nice. in Sydney, but um, <laughs> but it's, um, so it's basically before you go to uni you do these big exams, right. um, and so probably it wasn't the best time to actually start a blog, um, but uh, I've always loved writing, I've always wanted to write, normally it's actually creative writing, um, oh. but I felt that I had a lot of things I wanted to say, um, and just didn't have a creative platform to do it yes um i've always i've always loved writing yeah so i ran like the school magazine when i was 11 <laughs> um and so this was just another way i suppose originally to express myself creatively yes. um, but then it just grew and became so much more um and quickly became not just about me and my own expression it mm -hmm. became about community um and that's been really fun over the last four years. Yeah. yeah, amazing. And when you first started, did you express on that blog uh, about your faith or did that come later too? Yeah, so from the off, it's been predominantly a faith blog. 
Um, and so I write about issues affecting young Christian people. Um, I became a Christian when I was 16. Um, and so quite late in, into my teenage years. Um, and there was just a lot of, a lot of things I was struggling with. Mm. Um, and I thought when, by the time I got to about 19 and I was kind of a lot more secure in my faith than myself, mm. I thought I want to be the person that I probably needed when I first became a Christian when I was 16. Yes. And I can be that to people all over the world because mm. of the amazing technology we have access to now. You yeah. don't have to be face to face with someone to encourage them, which is exactly what you're doing for your podcast. Yeah. And, and, and speaking to incredible people such as yourself who are also courageous enough to share that because you never know. And, and I'm sure that you've gotten some feedback, private emails from people who have read your blog and have through your words been encouraged, been inspired. Mm -hmm. uh, is that the kind of feedback that you're getting and, and what prompts you to continue sharing your message? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Exactly getting messages from real people yeah. saying that they've read and connected with what I've said yes. or that, you know, they can relate to what I've, what I've shared yeah. is wider really is that sense of community, people commenting on my blog posts. Mm. I think if I was just putting stuff out there and there was no fruit, um, even if I was enjoying it, I don't think I would have lasted four years. I think yes. I would have given up a lot, a lot sooner if it was just a hobby for myself. Yes. Um, but yeah, connecting with people um, in Australia, in America, it's been amazing. Yeah, well, I would not have found you were it not for you sharing your content, being on Instagram and, and all the other platforms which uh, I'm sure you use to be able to share that message. And I think one of the key things in that is that so often we've been given a strength, a gift, a talent, and for you it was writing, and it was something that was already being nurtured and fostered in you from a very young age. You, you, you said, you know, you were uh, involved in a newsletter from a very young age and how God can use that to further his kingdom and how so often we can men and women but I think women do this exceptionally well we often disregard what we can do and how God can use us yet if we say yes and step forward God can take that around the globe as he has done with your message is that something that you kind of pinch yourself every day and think how blessed you are to share your message and that of course blesses others yes Definitely, definitely. And every time I go to share a new blog post, there's there are sometimes little doubts that creep in. And I think, you know, I look at the numbers, the statistics, and maybe they're not as good that day or that week. And these little doubts start to creep in. I think, is this, you know, is this growing? Is this something I can feasibly continue to do? But as you say, it's such a blessing to be able to share and encourage people around the world. And I, I, I love it. I don't want to stop. Yeah. And you just don't know where God is going to take that message. And there may just be one person who was going to make a decision, however, through reading that blog post, has been encouraged to take it to prayer, to dive into the Bible. Sometimes even self-awareness that we're not alone because how often does the enemy like to separate us and have us feel that we're so alone, no one else is going through this and therefore there's not hope. And I think through reading it in the words of someone else who has lived that and can share that there is hope through you know mm. those struggles can be what someone needs. I mean, it's a, it's a powerful thing. It, it really is. So congratulations for, for sure on, on doing that. Now, something else that you speak into too, and this can be harder to do, uh, easy to understand, but harder to do is when you have got something that you're passionate about, knowing when to stop. And you say that you had a handmade products business 
and it reached a point where you had to weigh up if your time and effort could be more effectively used if invested in other projects. Take us back to that time. What was happening? So this was about a year ago. I started making little um, handmade yarn wall hangings um, and it was just a bit of fun. But then friends started asking if I could make them for them. Mm. Um, and then I started thinking potentially people might want to buy these. Um, I did a craft fair and that went really well. Um, but then I started selling online through Etsy um, and probably for the first few months, so up till last Christmas, it was going really well because people were buying gifts. And then as soon as January hit, it just completely dried up. Yes. Um, and I'd spent money on yarn and I'd invested time into building the shop. Um, and so it was a really hard thing to admit, probably, probably about four months, three or four months ago, mm. uh, that actually it wasn't working. Yeah. Um, and that's no, that's just not fun. <laughs> it's yeah. not a fun thing to have to admit, uh, but really sensible because it was just before I started my big end projects for my degree, so my dissertation and my final exams and that that kind of thing. Yes. Um, so actually, it coincided the right timing. But at the time, it's not fun. You don't yeah. want to admit that it's something you've tried and really enjoyed doing yeah. is no longer working. Yeah, I think getting to that point is is as you said, there are a lot of. Uh, different things that you go through and emotions and all of that but I'm sure looking back now having made that decision and having clarity around that that experience in itself I'd imagine has given you strengths and even wealth and depth of experience that you can now bring into the next phase or the next season of your life and, and other projects would you say that that's a fair statement to say definitely um just connecting more experience connecting people online mm. um customer service um and also i think it taught me a lot about just something about making something with your hands and then someone else valuing it enough to spend money on not just your product but also your time that yes. you put into making it because that's that's all in in the price um that was just a really valuable lesson that i have got something to offer um creatively mm. not just on not just through blogging but through actually using my hands yes. <laughs> and creating something uh, beautiful for someone else mm -hmm. um obviously that it, it turned out that wasn't um gonna work in the long term but just in that moment just someone valuing my product enough to pay for it mm -hmm. and then wait for it to be sent in the post and wrapped up nicely and all those things mm. it was it was really fun yeah. i really enjoyed it yeah that's great yeah. i think i every experience that we go through in every project that we are involved in can teach us different skills, different strengths, mm -hmm. even if it is being able to discern, well, this project has now run its course, we can close that chapter yep. and then move on. And that's great because sometimes we hang on to things, don't we? And long, long, long past the time where it should have been closed, that door should have been closed. So that's a great, a great lesson that I'm sure you can continue to impart on others. Now, being vulnerable, I think, you know, that can be difficult too, specifically if you are writing a blog about a personal experience. But as you say, people want to get the real sense of the person behind the blog or the business. And I think too that many people these days are so discerning and that it's quite easy to um, see whether someone is telling something that's not quite true or more importantly, if you try and put on a mask um, and share, you know, try and say that things are really good and you don't really go into the learnings and the heartaches and the issues, you're not really helping people get through that issue and problems. And let's face it, there's so many 
tough decisions and sad situations, particularly for young, for the younger and the younger generation. I think, especially with all of the stuff going on in the media mm. and and so forth. How has being vulnerable helped you? But also, how do you see that helping others? The reason I ask that is because when people are a little bit more courageous in being vulnerable and sharing their story, I think that goes for a long way of healing for people and just hope and possibility, which a lot of people unfortunately are losing these days. So how has helped? How has helped that helped you? Definitely. Um, I think there is a move towards tr- more transparency on social media mm. and in the blogging world. Um, people often say, oh, you know, social media is just the highlight reel, it's not real. And actually, that, that, to some extent, that's true. But if there's a brand that is only doing that and putting up this facade, I do believe they won't do as well um, because they're not creating a genuine, authentic engagement with their audience mm. and building actual relationships with people. Um, and that's where vulnerability comes in and, and storytelling, I think. Um, which is vital as as a blogger, but also just on social media, telling stories um, is less about just posting a nice quote and then just running away, but actually explaining things, uh, relating them to real world uh, scenarios, situations that I've been in. Um, I think there's it's just a real powerful thing in that because yes. you're connecting with another human, they're able to relate to it, and it becomes less um, you're just a name on a screen, but you're actually a real person mm-hmm. behind the brand. Yeah, so, um, so true. That definitely, definitely, that's what I found. As soon as I started being a little bit more vulnerable, my audience grew. Yeah. Um, and definitely the blog posts mm-hmm. where I've shared um, real things mm-hmm. and not just done 10 fun things, you know, <laughs> to do in the sunshine, which are fun and I love doing posts like that. But the posts where I'm actually talking about real things, they tend to do the best in terms of numbers yes. and engagement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes before we press publish and we just um, shared a story, uh, it can be a little bit like, oh, how is this going to be received? And sometimes mm-hmm. we can post something and think, well, that's not really going to land, but I'm going to publish it anyway because you know it's something that I want to share. And all of a sudden, we can be taken by surprise that it just people just are engaging with it and they're saying, wow, this really spoke to me. Are there a couple of blog posts or even just one that you have had that, that you've published it and never realised how much of an impact it would have for people? Can you recall a a, a post? I actually, so I had a bit of a a miracle turnaround in my job situation recently um, after months of job hunting. Um, And I was really torn about whether to share about the fact that I'd just been offered a job uh, for full-time work starting in a few weeks Um, because I know people are still waiting for their promise and I don't Mm. want to I never want to be like things are going really well now (laughs) 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 Um, but then I realized that if I don't share about the fact that I've got the job then I'm never going to share about all the months of prayer and pain of really worrying Mm -hmm. about how am I going to finance my life next year Um, how am I going to get a job you know, I've just done this three-year degree. I'm in a lot of debt. <laughs> uh, what are my next steps? And if I don't share about like the highlight now, um, I won't be able to talk about all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I just went for it. Um, I wrote this little Instagram post about my new job opportunity, how that had come about, the story behind it. Um, and it just, it yeah, I got loads of engagement on it and loads of people saying, actually, I'm waiting for my promise in my career. Um, I'm, you know, I'm going into my first job and, being able to have those conversations with people is really good. Yes. 
I love that. And you know what what that reminds me of is that when we have had a win or something's come through or even if we're just so um, grateful for the lesson, even if it's a challenging one, it's the story and the feeling behind that and the learning and the insight that when we can tell our story that way and our journey that way, that is going to be the hope and, and inspiration for people who are following us. If you look back to, to, to the posts that you do, that you are sharing in that way, I'm sure you probably see that those are the ones that people engage with because they can see themselves in your journey and in your story as well, mm. can't they? But for the, their personal situations. Yeah, definitely. Um, I love I love it when I get messages saying um, I've experienced the same thing or yeah. um, I was just feeling that the other day, but I didn't know anyone else felt like that. Yeah. Um, I think when I get messages like that, that's why I want to keep, that's why I want to continue yes. blogging and sharing. Yeah. Even though there is, you know, sometimes being vulnerable does actually sometimes come at a bit of a cost. Yes. Um, sometimes it feels like a bit of a sacrifice to talk about something that I'm, especially when I'm still in the waiting or I'm still in the situation that isn't great. It's a lot easier to talk about things in the past that have now, you know, I've now seen why I've gone through that and you know, I'm in a better place now. But sharing about things when you're in it, that's mm. a lot harder, but sometimes even more powerful because yes. you can connect with other people who are in it, in that waiting or in that difficult season mm -hmm. um, and create really great connections. Yes. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, through sharing that journey along the various stages can also empower others to realise, you know what, need to stay strong, need to, because I'm sure that the focus that you have is whilst you share what you're struggling with, there's always that hope and there might, might definitely, I'd imagine, some Bible verses that you refer to and, and that's what you're hanging on to. And when you think about that, that really is life, isn't it? It is our life. It's our journey. It's what we yeah. go through every day, whether it be work, study, family. We can be cruising along and then all of a sudden, bang, something hits us. And as Christians, we know, you know what, no matter what situation is going on, we have a God that's got things under control. We just need to turn to him. Now, speaking of that, are there and have there been some go-to Bible verses that you think, you know, anytime anything happens, these are when I, you know, or this one is one that I refer to often. Does anything come to mind or is a whole lot that you really love and, and remind yourself of? What, what happens for you? So there's a verse in Habakkuk, mm -hmm. which is such an overlooked book, <laughs> but I love it. I love Habakkuk. Um, I'm pretty sure it's about one six, one seven, um, and it talks about um, Habakkuk saying, "The world is a mess. Look at what the world looks like right now. How can mm -hmm. I make sense of all this?" And God says, "Actually, look at the nations and watch and be amazed, because I'm going to do something in your days which you wouldn't believe." Mm -hmm. um, and that's just—I think—that's a promise through every age yes. um and sometimes I, I completely relate to Habakkuk's feelings of like what is the world coming to um, what are we doing you know, how are we treating each other um yes. and God saying wait <laughs> because I'm going to do something that you wouldn't even believe if I told you now mm. you know you wouldn't believe me so yes. just wait and watch yes um and that's actually a lesson in resting in his promises and watching what he's going to do and not trying to do everything in my own strength and try to sort everything out because you can play your part in making the world a better place but you can't fix everything yes. um and i can encourage maybe a handful of people but i can't sort out everyone's life problems mm. that's just not achievable and i think accepting that makes there's a freedom in that to then yes. share 
in a more powerful way to the people who you can reach. Mm -hmm. I'm going to turn into that. I'm going to dive into Habakkuk. And that's great. I love that. Because how often when we are distracted by the destruction, which it is, there are, there are news bulletins that I just cannot believe is, is happening, as you say, mm -hmm. in the world. And we can get distracted by that. And then often the little movements that are going on, the conversations or whatever it is, we can so often bypass that and we can see that God's moving and it can be one whisper which turns into two voices and then so on and so forth. And I think, you know, so often we don't see what's happening in the background. However, to think that, you know, one of your blog posts is tweeted by someone to someone's friend or colleague and then is shared around in, in that um, community and has an mm. impact you just don't know and I think you know from what you're saying today it's really encouraging to someone who believes that they have a voice and a message that they want to share but think how can I possibly do that and of course you've done that alongside your full-time studies is this something that you're going to continue to do when you start uh, your full-time work that's coming up in a few weeks and congratulations yeah. by the way how exciting <laughs> Thanks. Um, well, um, I was at a real crossroads recently in terms of deciding what, what to do next yes. um, and whether to continue blogging or not, because my job is going to involve a lot of social media. Um, I'll be on my laptop all day. It's a lot of marketing. And I was thinking, can I realistically do that for a company and do that for myself? Mm -hmm. um, and there was, um, there was a point where my subscription on all my blog things on my website was was running out and I had the decision to either stop or pay for another year subscription um and I just felt God say I'm not done yet I'm not done just yeah. just wait um so even if I'm not going to be blogging as consistently I do believe he wants me to keep the website up and running yes uh, so that's what I decided to do I just moved found a better deal so I can afford to do that um and it's going to be there on the internet and the scribbles will still be in yes. existence but it's just whether I, how, like, how it will work, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, and that'll come <laughs> um, to when, pass. Like, how time yeah. You know what, I'm sure that you will have so many incredible lessons, you know, transition from study to full-time work and just, you know, what how you approach work and, and all that. Because I think what, what happens is so often when you start to get a following, people really admire who, who you are and what you stand for, even though you may have not set out to do that. There's the you behind that that people just really resonate with, and especially the younger people. So I'm sure, because I must say, if I love the behind the scenes stuff, you know, and, and the insights. In fact, I probably like the behind the scenes better than I like the movies, because you get the real um, soul of the characters or the, mm -hmm. you know, the actors. So, um, yeah, as you say, you don't know the frequency, but certainly I'm sure there's a lot of journey that you can share along your journey for others who are up, up and coming. So what was one thing that you remind yourself of often when you think about why you started the blog or even some of the creative projects that you've been involved in? What was that for you? Uh, so a few things. Um, first, you kind of touched on earlier uh, is this thing of, um, we talked about how, you know, who would I have wanted to have in my life when I was 16? Um, I love my family, but they're not Christian. So I went, I was looking for the people to kind of guide me to be spiritual parents. And I was really blessed with a, with a handful of people. Um, and I did have that community. But then you look online and as a young Christian, you're just surrounded by like negative, mm -hmm. negativity. Um, and maybe if I'd known where to look, I would have found them. But I 
couldn't find a lot of young female Christian mm -hmm. bloggers. Um, and so I had this weird thing where I was like, okay, I've got this great church community, but then I'm, when I'm on my own, I feel quite alone. Yes. Um, and I'm, I'm really reliant on those people. So um, there's this thing of like, okay, I want to create this little pocket of the internet, um, which a lot of people have since done, but this, yeah. it just didn't seem to be much of a thing when I was starting. A little pocket of the internet where positivity and encouragement, um, that's the norm. Yeah. Um, and that would be great. And then in around it, there's, there can be this sea of quite dark things, mm. let's be honest, on the internet. But let's just create this little safe space where young people can talk about faith yes. and can connect with other Christians and yes. can get advice on real issues. Um, mm. And that's my why, I'd say. That's yeah. why I started. You're a change anyway. maker. You're a change maker because, <laughs> you know, what often, and, and often you're probably thinking, no, I'm not, but that's, you know, when you see something that you think, I wish that that had been around for me or where is this, there is nothing that I can find. So, you know what, I'm going to change that. I'm going to create that community. And I think so often, and I'm, I'm glad that, um, you know, you're sort of guided by that because how often do we have an idea and then we think, we talk ourselves out of it. Oh, you know, I don't who am I to think that I can create this but you just take one step and then another step another step and before you know it you've got this community this blog that you're creating this hub of positivity and faith and you will encourage and you may not have gotten the feedback but I but I know that it is there encourage other people to, to think well if she can do that and share her faith and do so in a way that's transparent and open maybe I can do that too. So it's obviously, you know, you're fanning the flame for other people who are up and coming. And in that and that just continues to grow and build and grow and build. And, you know, and sometimes we never see the impact of that, the full impact, till we get to heaven. And then God's yeah. able to say, you know that blog, that, that, little, that little blog that you created, look at what that has done. And that's when you realise, wow. Um, and sometimes That's that wow, so yeah, that wow, when we think where it's going to go, scares us too because it's like, are you serious? And so that's why sometimes I think God keeps us from actually seeing where he's going to take that because to that to us it would be overwhelming. But, but we will one day see that. So share with us uh, how we can get access to your blog. Obviously, as you said, you're not sure on, on how frequently you're going to be updating it, but it's certainly a way to connect and keep that connected to you and your community. What's the best way to do that? Yeah, so you can find me at ellascribbles.co.uk. That's my blog address. Uh, I'm, I'm on all the social medias, mm. <laughs> but I think Instagram is where I'm most active. Yes. Um, I post most days. Um, just a heads up, my name, my surname isn't actually Scribbles. <laughs> People often ask me <laughs> really? if that's on my birth certificate. <laughs> it's not, I'm Ella Connolly. <laughs> Uh, but my, oh, I love that. my blog name and Instagram name is Ella Scribbles yeah. and that's how you'll find oh, it. And I'd love to get it. Yeah, <laughs> me too. And of course, I'll uh, put those details on the show notes, which is ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE210. So you hinted that your new role was to do with marketing. And so a lot of the skills that you've learned through your blog and, and so forth are now going to be used in, in your new role. Is that kind of what yeah. you've been studying for in your degree as well? It, it, how's that going to play out for you? Yeah, I think my blog actually was part of the reason why I got this job. Yeah. Yes. Um, so the, my new boss, his daughters actually read, they're teenagers, and they read my blog. Um, and they talk to him about me, um, and they go to my church. 
um, and it's a Christian publishing company. And so I'll, I will be working with a team who are creating Christian content, um, which is something I'm clearly very passionate about <laughs> because that's what I do. Yes. Um, and yeah, I'm very passionate about media and the written word and how that can really have a, a real impact on people's lives and journeys. Yes. And now I'll be able to do that as part of my career. Yes. Um, it's just a huge blessing. I'm really, really excited to get, oh, get cracking. It's just yeah. a, a progression, isn't it? You really can see God's hand. From the you know from when I think you said when you were 11 you were the newspaper involved in a newspaper uh, now your blog and that's really support and built the foundations upon which now um, you're starting your career and, and, and all aligned with your passion and of course contributing to the kingdom that's really exciting one of the things that I do for all of my guests Ella is just to close the show with a word of prayer may I do that for you today That'd be great. Okay, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Ella today and just to hear how you really have um, enabled her to use her gift, her strength of writing and storytelling uh, to be able to impact so many lives of people on her blog. Father, we just want to thank you that she has finished her studies, that she is now going into the next season of her life and that she's got full-time work. And we just want to pray that um, you'll continue to bless her in the work that she does and especially for the company, Lord, who is also contributing to the kingdom with the, the content that they're creating and publishing. So we pray for a blessing on the team that she is working with or going to be working with, Lord, and for continued blessing uh, on her personally and, of course, with the blog where it all started and that she's so impacting and building a community of like-minded Christian uh, young people. Father, we just want to ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so thank much you. for coming on the show. Continued blessings with all that you do and thank you for, for sharing your message. I know that somewhere someone um, has been considering, I'm sure, starting something to share their message and not really sure whether that is the right choice or right decision. But, um, you know, the people who do listen to the show, they, they know that there's often a calling or a purpose and that just being able to leverage their strengths to glorify him and to be that voice and that hope and inspiration for others that lead, you know, them to Christ, I think, um, is wonderful. So thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>